Hello, my name is Feather, and you are listening to Splintercast Reads Shadows of Self. Um, when we last left off, Bleeder murdered a priest. How dare she. And now we're moving on to chapter 13. Here we go. So we appear to be in Wayne's point of view. Um, still not happy with Wayne for being mean to Steris, but I guess he's amusing aside from that. I'll apologize to Steris, Wayne. She's cool and awesome. You need to be nicer to her. Meh. Oh, that's kind of sad, though. He figured that Harmony didn't pay much attention to fellows like him, for the same reason a master painter didn't often wonder what his mom had done with the pictures he'd given her as a toddler. Wow. Okay, so what is the Temple of the Common... Okay, wait, no. I'm guessing... What is the Temple of the Common Man? Hmm? <laughs> the, uh, he's calling the man blue as the past phrase. Um... Which is kind of making me think of, uh, Maggie Stiefvater has a series called The Raven Cycle, but one of the characters' names is Blue. <laughs> My temper's really short. Temper? That's a funny name for a mate, but if the ladies like you giving silly names in your body parts, I ain't gonna say nothing. Wow. Hey, there's the name Cosmere. Um, I always wonder how people know to call it the Cosmere. I guess... Is it just like it's replaced the general word for universe? Um, actually, now I'm wondering, Do does the word universe show up in any Cosmere novels? Or is it always Cosmere? Um, someone get back to me on that. So is this... I'm kind of wondering if this is just a bar that Wayne happens to be describing in very holy terms. Because I feel like that's something Wayne would do, or if it's actually a place. I'm leaning toward it's probably a bar, but it kind of threw me off for a little bit. If the food they ate was trash, were they ultimately trash? I, as a, you know, self-professed trash person of many different varieties, will say that it has less to do with what kind of food you consume, and in my experience, what kind of media you consume. Because man, am I Cosmere trash. Whew. Yeah, this uh, yeah, this is a bar. It's he's just describing it in temple terms. Okay, I like it. Ren, this person's name is Ren. Is it short for something? I know. I'm sorry, guys, but I was reminded of Ren Arn, and that was important to me. <laughs> he got water instead of whiskey. Oops, laid on that accent a little thick. Is Wayne like teaching the bartender how to do his job? Really? Okay. Um, and paying in aluminum bullet casings. Oh my goodness. He says he's taken. Is he talking about Renette? Cause you're, you're not really taken if you're talking about Renette, Wayne. I'm just gonna let you know right there. <laughs> he gave it to Melon. Nice. Hi, Melon. If a riot's brewing, I can't stop it with some girly drinks. Uh. You'd be surprised what a good girly drink can do, Wayne, though. You apparently are aware of their power. Or, you know, advocate workers' rights to bring down working hours, improve conditions, and meet a base minimum of pay. Yeah, yeah, that too. But if I could get everybody drunk, think of how much happier the city would be. <laughs> I'm interested in the fact that Melan is also using the religious term, even though Wayne... I don't think Wayne shared the fact that he was calling this place the temple with her, but she was kind of thinking along the same lines, I guess. 
Can Melon get drunk? Is that- can Kandras get drunk? Is that a thing they can do? Or Kandra, I guess. I think Kandra is also the, the plural form. I don't think you say Kandras. Sorry. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> Rossi is horrified by the exchange between Wayne and Melon as they have a burping contest. I feel like Melon should be able to cheat with that. Like, can't she rearrange her body to give her more belching power? Come on, Melon. You gotta hold your own here. <laughs> Not to defer a conversation about which parts of Wayne's body can and can't make noise, but I have to admit that you aren't what I expected here. Ah. I like that Melon hasn't grown up too much, so to speak. She was always f fairly rebellious. Oh, she wants to see Palm stopped and then helped. I like that we're not just we're not trying to kill Bleeder. We're trying to help her. Hmm. Okay, so apparently Palm is uh, very good at impersonation, but Tinsoon is still better. I really hope Tinsoon shows up. We've mentioned him a few times, and he needs to show up. Oh, she was a Kandra for the Lord Ruler himself. That is very important. Ooh. Okay, so we have a Kandra revealing syringe, but it will kill the it will kill the person if they aren't the Kandra. Also, they're apparently still in the bar, but is Melon like revealing herself publicly, or are they kind of sequestered somewhere that the other patrons can't see? Huh. Wise. Check your pulse, mate. That's a good phrase that I might steal. You know, be a little more empathetic. I can think of a few of my characters who could uh, definitely use someone telling them to check their pulse. So she seems to be a lot like Tinsoon, because Tinsoon also... Uh, Marasi... or not Marasi. Melan is saying that Palm, um, she, she didn't like being in the homeland. She always liked being out on missions. Tinsoon did as well. I remember that being something he did. Huh. Ooh, he may have even had her imitate Inquisitors at times. Interesting. Melan, I... Wax has been offering to let people meet with Melan, and I kind of wonder if Melan is okay with this? Like, isn't her nature supposed to be fairly secret, or are all bets kind of off because Bleeder needs to be stopped, and oh yeah, the governor needs to talk to you and find out that you're actually a Kandra. Man, every time people call Wax Dawnshot, I wonder why I missed that in the first book, because it must have been in the first book. Ah... Oh yeah, also go give Aradel a glimpse of your nature. Hmm. Wax is upset that Marasi told Aradel because he didn't order her to do that. She's not your subordinate, Wax. She doesn't follow your orders. Chill. Hmm, the remarked duplicity. I'm guessing that's when Orser was killed. And that's the end of the chapter. Sorry, I almost forgot to uh, notify that I, I started reading chapter 14. Before I remembered, I'm supposed to tell you guys when I move on to the next chapter. Anyway, chapter 14. Oh, really? Soothing parlors just wipe you away? Interesting. Yeah, I'd imagine the rioting parlors would be more better. I mean, unless you specifically want to be numb. But I think you would prefer to be like, have your happiness rioted for a little while. Oh no. People are going after a Pathian sanctuary. Oh, Man, oh, so Wax just dropped in behind the person hiding in there, and he immediately soiled himself. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, huh. Yeah, there's something going on. I don't 
know that Bleeder has this kind of network. Unless she is, as Wax thought at one point, working with Suit, because Suit could be helping her out. Yeah, and there he's reiterating that Bleeder had help likely from Wax's un- uncle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the, the set per- person has come out and... His entire demeanor changed immediately. His posture went from, stay away from my coaches, to, you look like the type who will pay extra for velvet pillows. That's such a great way to describe someone's change in posture. Hmm. Whenever someone worked with the authorities too easily, it made Wax's eye twitch. Hmm. <laughs> At a soothing parlor. Oh, using rioters to drum up business. Nice. I wonder if this dark tea that Marasi has been given is actually coffee. Um, maybe, maybe it isn't. I'm, I'm assuming that they have coffee on Scadrial since it's supposed to be the Earth analog. However, I'm mostly curious because um, Elian Kaswana, my uh, seeker in the Elendel RP, she was uh, a part-time barista at a coffee shop. So. Which, you know, was fun to write, because I am also a barista. And it was kind of cool being able to work that into her character. Um, I work at Starbucks, for those of you who don't know. If you ever have any questions about Starbucks, come to Feather, because she can tell you all sorts of fun things. Milan is six and a half feet tall. Okay. I feel like Milan and Marasi are not necessarily going to get um, along. Ha, Milan calls him spook. Yay! Someone who still calls spook, spook. Sorry, I haven't been talking very much this chapter. Um, uh, Melan and Marasi are talking right now about why uh, Marasi lets the others treat her the way she does. But So Marasi seems to think we're like actually on the brink of a violent revolution. Um, which I'm not sure that I would... I, I don't know that we're actually going there. Because um, we are... Sorry, my, my microphone's giving me some weird feedback. Um, but I don't feel like we're going to actually go toward a violent revolution since we already did the violent revolution thing, you know, with the original Mistborn series. So I feel like we're probably going to take this in a different direction. Maybe. Or maybe that's just what Mistborn books do. And we're going to, yeah, have that. Interesting. So they've found out that Palm, uh, Bleeder, was probably... The person who um, sabotaged the dam and, like, actually went through with the execution and let herself be buried only to dig her way out later. Wow. Anyway. I'm I'm wondering, she must have had someone come dig her out. Because I feel like digging your way out of a grave is very difficult when you are buried. Anyway. And that's the end of chapter 14. So let's move on to chapter 15. Okay, so we're back with Wax, and it looks like he's at the soothing parlor to talk with the driver, who does, in fact, have a scraped side on his coach. Hmm. It's fine to manipulate people's emotions so long as they're paying for it. Yeah, that's interesting. Man, they're they're supposed to have sheets of aluminum in the walls, but I imagine that's probably fairly expensive. (laughs) So Chapeau is immediately falling to his knees and crying. Okay. Hmm. So Chapeau is saying he saw himself. Did Bleeder impersonate him? Is she good enough to be able to make a fake face? 
without the right bones and without digesting the body. That would be really impressive. I mean, because we saw Tinsoon imitated Kelsier, but he actually had Kelsier's bones. He just didn't have Kelsier's full body. Interesting. I'm I'm interested. Man, it seems like the riots are actually um, like starting up. Oh, dang it. Sorry, my microphone's being bad. There's probably feedback. I'm going to try to restart it real quick. I'd kind of forgotten that mists uh, curled around Alamancers. That's it's a small detail, but I, I just hadn't thought about it in a while. Okay, so Marasi is telling Aradel that uh, um, Bleeder dug her way out of her own grave. I still think it would be a lot easier to get someone to help you. Because, um, I mean, Kandra, they, well, they can't die, but they're not any stronger than normal people, usually. Anyway, I mean, I guess maybe she gave herself pewter or something to help her out? <laughs> Aradel says he's not going to jump at wraiths in the mist. I need to... Something's wrong with my microphone, guys. I'm sorry. Um, usually I try to stop talking if and pause when it makes noises, but if I'm in the middle and it acts up, um, I've tried everything I can think of to try to get it to fixed. I don't know what's causing the feedback weirdness. Sorry. So if you're like... It kind of sounds like bad Morse code. That's microphone weirdness. I don't know why it's doing this. I'll try to fix it. <laughs> And it looks like Melon is playing a lot more into the Faceless Immortals um, role this time. <laughs> I like uh, Melon's uh, lofty speech. Thy task is not easy, but we shall aid thee in thy desperation. <laughs> thy snoring is rather loud. I... what? It doth be like unto a hundred angry coloss, Melon said, in the middle of a rock slide. Lo, and it doth come near to waking the dead. <laughs> Perfect. Melon was overwhelming even when she wasn't transparent and half-naked. There you go. Alright, he's asking her to spy on Wax. Is it bad that I kind of think that's a good idea? Wax kind of could use a little bit of oversight. I know that he, you know, he's true rough slum and doesn't like to be bogged down in red tape, but, I mean, I can see Aradel's point. He's in the city now. He kind of needs to play a little more by the rules, or if he's going to continue not to play by the rules, I feel like the people who have to play by the rules should be a little bit warned about what he's doing. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mean to turn you into his chaperone, but honestly, a little more information would be wonderful. I'm, yeah, I, I'm with our, uh, Aradel on this. I think Wax could do a little more reporting to the authorities. Like, I don't feel like Aradel's trying to spy on him to, like, hurt him or anything. I seriously think the constables just need a little more knowledge of what's going on. Yeesh. Martial law being declared. Yikes. I mean, I feel like Marasi feels a lot more conflicted about this. I don't know. I don't... I feel like it's a good idea, Marasi. Maybe I'm not supposed to. Maybe I'm supposed to be like, how could you betray your friend Wax like that? But honestly, I'm kind of on the police side. Oops. Oh, and she's a little more upset because she thinks her um, her knowing Wax is what got her the job. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I love Marasi. Or er, er, Melon. Perhaps my duty as one of Harmony's servants is to show people what they need to see, whatever will bring them the most peace. 
<laughs> nah, I'm just trusting you, kid. And I'll show you that side because it's too hard to keep a straight face while talking with all of the those these and what fors. Okay, and now we're back with Chapelle, and uh, Wax is gonna talk to him. Let's see. Okay, so Bleeder just was like in the middle of changing, I guess, and she sort of turned into the coachman to like freak him out. No, Chapau thinks that, like, he's going mad and that he killed the priest. It's okay. <laughs> it wasn't you. Hmm. The corner of the robe's hem glowed with a soft blue light. Hmm. Lestib square. Like, Lestiborns. Ah, ah. I love all the references. Oh, and, and Wax is telling us, Lestib Square, named after the Lord Mistborn. It's okay, Wax. I'm cool. I understood that one. I know I miss a lot of things, but I knew that one. Ha 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 He was sure that last part had been comforting. Eh, try again, Wax. And that's the end of the chapter. Um, and we have uh, another quarter of the broadsheet. Love these broadsheets. They're so nice. So good. Um... But I believe that has been three chapters. So I'm going to go ahead and sign off here. This is Feather. My microphone's acting up again. And I'll see you on the other side.